0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the left coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. And uh, while I normally do not do this program by myself, once again, it's just going to be me and you today. So make sure that you tune in, make sure that you chime in as we celebrate one of our favorite days of the week. That's right. We're celebrating Hump Day. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? It's hump day. Hump day. It's Hump day. Hump day. That's right, folks. Today is hump day. This is the day in which we attempt to begin the weekend. Sometimes with success, sometimes not. But as we always like to say, the fun is always in the trying. And uh, well, as you can tell, Mike clearly is attempting to begin the weekend by, I don't know, simply not working today. No, I'm just kidding. He is definitely working. He's just not working here. So clearly the hostage situation has gone into overdrive for Mr. Pilworski. So we might want to take out a moment of silence or a moment of prayer for him uh, to be released from... uh, you know, his captivity, uh, and uh, in order to join us as we talk about uh, conservative politics, as we talk about the Second Amendment, as we talk about freedom and liberty in these United States. All right, before we get started, though, I want to make sure to give that uh, shout out that we usually give to our sponsors, and we're going to go ahead and we're going to start with Hitman Industries. You can find them at hitmanindustries.net. If you already have, if you recently purchased an AR-15 Uh, There's a good chance you already have one of their barrels. But if you're looking to do a new build or if you're looking to just rebarrel your rifle, uh, check out hitmanindustries.com. I'm sorry, hitmanindustries.net. Check them out and go there. They have pistol and rifle length barrels. So check them out. I'm sure you will find what you need right there. Then there is the California Republican Assembly. Ronald Reagan referred to them as the conscience of the Republican Party. Uh, It is the largest and fastest growing grassroots conservative organization in the state of California, working to help elect conservatives from school board all the way up to president of the United States. So please check them out at cragop.org and become a part of California's future today. Then we have hog holsters helping America wear guns. You can find them Hogholsters.com. Some of the best concealed carry uh, inside the waistband holsters you will ever find. And you know what? All you got to do is use discount code rundown all caps, no spaces, and get a discount on your hog holster today. And then finally, if you're looking for outdoor gear, tactical gear, rain gear, whatever you're looking for, you can find it at USCombatGear.com. It's veteran owned and operated. Check them out today and uh, get your combat gear from them. All right. Also want to remind you, if you haven't already done so, please make sure to like, share, like, share and subscribe. Uh, you know, and we've talked about this numbers time, the, the algorithms are trying to quiet us down. They're trying to make sure that folks can't hear or know about us. So why don't you help us out? Why don't you let them know about us? To, uh, just make sure that uh, you let them know. By the way, let them know there's tons of ways in which you can watch and ways in which you can listen. Wherever you get your podcast or wherever you get your video podcast you'll find the rundown. If you want to know where you can find us, just look at you therundown.us. That's therundown.us. You can you'll find it like right there. All right, let's go ahead and get into today's stories. If you have been watching the news at all, you know that everybody on the left is only talking about one thing. And they're talking about Tucker Carlson, they're talking about the release of uh, the video or the video content that he shared relating to what happened on January 6th. And really what it is, it's the video that, quite frankly, we have not seen. Uh, it's so bad that here, you. it's kind of funny because you even have them working to comment and trying, to, ex, trying to, to make, basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to make Republicans look bad. They're trying to say, one, they're trying to say that everything that he's saying is, is a lie and that he's utilizing this in order to pr- promote, uh, a false narrative, uh, which by the way, just simply is not the case. Uh, but then they're also, uh, then they're also trying to say, well, and there are, there are a ton of Republicans out there who, who are, who are angry with, uh, with Kevin McCarthy for sharing this stuff and with and mad with Fox news for actually putting the stuff online. In fact, Here's what Vox, you know, Vox knows exactly what conservatives are thinking, in case you guys did not know. Here you have Senate Republicans are condemning Carlson's downplaying of the insurrection House leaders, not so much. Uh, and and here's the thing, because you've got guys like Mitch McConnell, uh, who quite frankly, uh, well, how do I want to put this? Uh, he was huddling in, he would basically, I don't think that he was out there. He was not out in the corridors. He did not. First of all, I, I doubt he actually watched what Tucker Carlson put out and I would probably happen once people came to him and talked to him about it, and he hadn't even bothered to watch it himself. Uh, but you know, the the thing is is that uh, if you look at it and what the stuff, what the the content said, and, I, and you know, I'll, I'll be the first to say uh, that there there are a couple of things uh, to look at and to consider when it comes to uh, exactly what this did. So first of all, they point out here that Fox News, and by the way, yes, he is on Fox News, but Tucker Carlson does not claim to be a news reporter. He is an anchor for an opinion editorial show. He talks opinions. That's what he does. And uh, so what he does is, is he used the information, or he used the, the, the videos that he got, he used them to portray a narrative. Now, I will be the first to say that I think, to a certain degree, he overstepped on some of his narratives. Uh, I do not believe that any of the video content that uh, that he shared demonstrates uh, one of the statements that he made was that Ashley Babbitt was quote unquote, murdered. Um, I believe that uh, it that that, well, first of all, it didn't even show none of the video content that he had even showed Ashley Babbitt. Uh, but but ultimately what I what I wanted to point out was, uh, clearly she was the, only person who was killed on January sixth, and she was shot by a law enforcement officer, and she was unarmed. Uh, she was an unarmed Trump supporter uh, who was killed by federal law enforcement officer. Cap, I don't know if he's Capitol Police or if he's Secret Service. That is a true statement, and that is something that cannot be refuted. That is something that we one hundred percent know to be true. All right, so yeah, whatever whatever the media tries to say about it, these are things that's something that we know to be true. Tucker Carlson tried to basically just say, "Well, it's murder." Now, in his opinion, it may be that it's murder, but none of the facts, none of the facts outlined at least in the video content that he showed the other night, back that up. Uh, the other thing that he pointed out, or that he tried to say, was, and and he talked about how it was mostly, mostly peaceful. Now. All right. If we are using the left's definition of mostly peaceful and we'll we'll look back to the George Floyd riots where there were thousands of protests where there were like something like 8 or 9,000 protests across the country. And of those 8 or 9,000 protests, only about 500 and something, a little less than 600 actually turned violent. And when I say turned violent, I say turned violent because almost every single one of those ones that turned violent started off as a non-violent protest, right? So by that very definition, the left, that includes Democrats in Congress, that includes the mainstream media, that includes uh, all, everyone on the left, referred to those protests as mostly peaceful. So now let's take a step back and let's take a look at what happened uh, on January 6th. There were thousands, hundreds of thousands, if not tens of thousands, I probably would need to go back and look at the number. but let, 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 no, let's even use the small. Let's say there were tens of thousands of people who were there in washington d c uh, to went there to see the to see the president speak, to hear what the president had to say. right? Let's say there were tens of thousands. okay? Tens of thousands uh, were there uh, of that only a percentage, maybe a couple of thousand, a small percentage, quite frankly, uh, we actually wound up going over to the capital. So if it's less than 10%, so let's say there were 30,000 people there, and I, I could probably look it up while we're on here, but if there were 30,000 people and 2,000 went over to the Capitol, that's less than 10%, does that then by their very definition mean that the that the that, that it was a mostly peaceful process. If over half of the people weren't even part didn't even participate in what they consider to be the violent act, then guess what? It was mostly pretty peaceful. But guess what? Wait, 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 wait. There's more. So of that number, a certain percentage went into the Capitol. Not everybody, not even most, right? Not even most. So if most of the people who showed up at the Capitol didn't go in and were not engaged in, by the way, uh, attacking police officers, because, yeah, that happened. Destruction of property and and trying to fight their way through barriers. Yeah, that happened. Uh, And defaming of property. Yeah, that happened. No one is doubting that that happened. But if the majority of the people, if the majority of the actions that took place that day did not include that, then guess what? Left, according to your own, according to your own standard that you said during the George Floyd riots, it was mostly peaceful. And even and then with all of that, with all of that, there have been a little less than, but right around a thousand people have been charged with something. Right, they're still expecting that to go up. But about a thousand people have been charged with something related to January sixth. Now, we see everywhere they are referring to this as a violent insurrection. Right. Now let me ask you. I mean, maybe maybe you know this already. Um, and Joe, Joe Shoemaker. I'm sure you already know this. Joe Shoemaker from from San Joaquin County, California. Thank you for tuning in. How many of the 1,000 people who have been charged, many of which, over half of which, are still awaiting trial, how many have been charged with insurrection? Oh wait, there. Yeah, there is a federal statute specifically speaking to insurrections, right? There is a there is federal law. There is a crime of insurrection. How many? Come on, anybody guess? Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Oh, I'll tell you how many. Zero. Zero people to date have been charged. With insurrection. Now, some people have been charged with lesser crimes. Some people have been charged with greater crimes. But in the end, in the end, zero people have been charged with the federal crime of insurrection. So, how can you have a violent insurrection where absolutely nobody was engaged in insurrection? Left. Left, left, I'm, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Folks, and let's just be real, and I'm, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you, and and I thought if you get a chance, I would like to encourage you to go over, go over to the National Review, because they actually, uh, Andrew McCarthy over there, actually has a very, very, uh, what I believe to be a very sober piece, and a very well put together and well thought out, a uh, reasoned piece as to, uh, as to what, one, he talks about, What took place, or at least what a reasonable people uh, would could would look at and say about what happened on January sixth there at the Capitol, Uh, but also a a reasonable analysis of Tucker Carlson Tucker Carlson's use of the video, and 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 by the way, also the January uh, sixth Commission's uh, committees use of uh, use of the the videotapes. Now. What the mainstream media accuses Tucker Carlson of doing, of Fox News, of doing is taking selective videos, not showing it all, taking it out of context, and not including video uh, that showed some of the violent actions taking place. That is true. He didn't. He took out and selected the video that supported the narrative that he was trying to tell which was that, number one, it was mostly peaceful. Uh, Number two, that nobody died. In fact, the main person that they pointed to and said was murdered, was slain there. Uh, Yeah, no, he was up and was active for hours after whatever happened happened and didn't die until later the next day uh, of a stroke, which was not related to any injuries sustained there at the Capitol, but but I digress. And the third was that well, if the 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 uh, QAnon Shaman was so violent, then why was he? Um, then why you know why was he? Uh, why why were police escorting him around, and why was not there any information? I mean, why why did it seem like police were escorting him around, and he seemed like almost that they let him into the Senate chambers? Now. I think uh, I think uh, Andrew McCarthy makes some very, very good points. He says, number one, uh, Tucker Carlson never reached out to the poli- to the Capitol Police uh, to talk to them or interview them about that, about that information, about what it took place. And, and Tucker Carlson was under no obligation to, because guess what? There was a ton of testimony, or maybe I don't know if there was a t- there was no testimony that was offered from Capitol Police by the January 6th committee to find out were people walking around peacefully was everybody engaged in how did people get in there they had access to this same videotape why weren't they asking him well why were you just walking this guy around the capitol building why did you apparently what appeared to be why did you just let him into the let him into the senate chambers but they didn't ask any of that they didn't present any of that i mean once again and I don't know if this was just a I don't know if this was just Tucker Carlson being out there on his own and just kind of I'm gonna push my narrative or if he was intentionally doing that intentionally being selective in order to expose the left's hypocrisy because once again, you know his his show is on on only one channel during prime time. their show, was on every channel during prime time, right? And when I say there, I mean the Democrats in the House of Representatives, the mainstream media, all of them were all on the same exact side. And all of them were presenting the same biased, false narrative. One, it wasn't an insurrection. It was a riot and there was a riot. There were people who were engaged in riotous behavior. There were people who engaged in behavior for which they should go to jail, period. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, but there were people who were. But guess what? That wasn't everybody. In fact, that wasn't even most people. And just by the sheer numbers of who showed up in D.C. and then who showed up at the Capitol, And then those who went into the, camp, just by, just all you got to do is look at those numbers and realize that, yeah, their own falsehoods, the own falsehoods that they sought to perpetrate, which by the way, they're still seeking to perpetrate. They are still, the lies they're still telling, uh, they're hypocrites. And so I I, I believe uh, they have been uh, properly and appropriately exposed. Thank you, Tucker Carlson. All right. Let's go ahead, and we're going to go ahead and move along to the next story. And uh, this one has to do with the White House. And uh, there was a question. Now you might remember when Donald Trump was uh, when he was president, he actually had uh, he actually had the cartels uh, basically labeled as narco as narco terrorists, right? And the advantage, uh, he basically had them labeled as narco-terrorists. And with that, it created the opportunity to do some very, very effective uh, work against them in fighting the inflow of drugs into the United States. And here now you have the White House via uh, uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, uh, probably the worst uh, press secretary, uh, I mean, you want to talk about someone being bad at their job? Yes, she is exceptionally bad at her job. The only two people probably worse at their job than, than her are President Biden and, uh, and his vice president, Kamala Harris, which I, once again, I don't know how you'd be bad at being vice president. Your only job is to wake up in the morning to read the paper and find out if the president is still alive. But anyway, so she has basically said that there's absolutely no benefits uh, to labeling uh, drug cartels as terrorists, as as ter- as terrorist groups. Well, you know what? There, 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 Folks, there actually is, and that is that. Once there is a terrorist designation, you can then use the military uh, in order to help address the issue. You can then have the military then work within uh, some of work be able have them be able to work within some of these countries and even work at our border in order to secure our border. Because, because here's the deal, and I. You have one uh, young lady, one woman, a no, young young lady, a mother who testified uh, her child died of a fentanyl overdose. And you know what? No, a fentanyl poisoning. Because ultimately, here's the thing, folks. The reason why I don't call it an overdose is unless the individual was specifically looking to use fentanyl and was desiring to use fentanyl and used it in overdose, that's an, that's a fentanyl overdose and was given fentanyl and used it in overdose. But what's happening in many of these cases is you have young people, you have not young people, people in general, who are getting drugs that they think are something else, that they think are Oxycontin, Oxycodone, that they think are, are, are ecstasy, that they think are molly, whatever they are, they think they're getting something, and what they're getting is something that is either cut with fentanyl or is just plain fentanyl, that is made to look like whatever it is that they were looking to get. When someone ingests something that is not was not what they intended, that is a poisoning, period. I'm not saying that using of illicit drugs was good. I'm not saying that it was smart to use illicit drugs. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is that when they were lied to, when they were given something that was different than what they thought they were taking, that is now, that is now a, a poisoning. Now, if we had an entity across our southern border, if it was China, Right? If it was Germany, right? If it was Russia on the other side of that border, and they were sending poison into the United States that was killing our children, that was killing people by the hundreds of thousands, are you telling me that wouldn't make them terrorists? Are you telling me that does not deserve a terrorist designation? Are you telling me that we should not be utilizing the full weight of American law enforcement and American military and political might to stop them? And by the way, this is not, I mean, as much as I would love to see the Mexican government doing more and they should be doing more, I'm this ain't even the American, we're talking about these cartels, right? And anybody, by the way, who chooses to work with these cartels, It ain't about Mexicans. This is about a drug cartel that is profiting off the poisoning of American citizens. We got to do something. And if that ain't a terrorist, if that don't don't designate a terrorist group, I do not know what does. And I'm pretty sure that most of y'all out there, at least if you're watching this program, I'm pretty sure that you would probably tend to agree with me. Anyway, moving right along, the state of Connecticut, Democrats, Connecticut Democrats are anti-gun and pro-gun crime. That's right. I said pro-gun crime. Mm. What do you mean, Craig? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. Uh, Bearing Arms, once again, our good friends over there, Cam Edwards, uh, had a a phenomenal piece over there talking about how Democrats, uh, well, they got a bit of a double standard on guns and violent crime. And it was on full display recently in a, in a Connecticut hearing. So uh, right now, and I don't at least see which, which committee it was in. In California, we have what's called, in our legislature, we have what's called the Public Safety Committee, where bills dealing with public safety and law and crime and stuff like that tend to go through. Uh, here, and they call in, in many states, they, in this case, it's the Judiciary Committee. But in this committee, there were a pack or a series of anti uh, of of anti Second Amendment legislation that was that was being pushed through. Um, but along with some of these anti gun bills, was a bill that existed uh, that basically would have, and it was once again part of this was part of this legislation, and it was a part. It was a piece of legislation that basically would have created a group of. Super uh gun possession criminals. And here's here I'll uh, it basically says, uh, where are we at here? It says Winfield, wait, let me go let me go back up a little bit. The discussion was very revealing, particularly when it came to Senator Gary Winfield, a Democrat who represents the city of New Haven and serves as co-chair of the Judiciary Committee. While Winfield has pushed gun control in the past, he also he, He's also been cool on the idea of expanding the state's current assault weapons ban, including to those who lawfully purchased their firearms before the ban took effect, meaning he's for gun confiscation. Winfield also previously spoken in favor of things like community community gun violence intervention programs and other non-law enforcement mechanisms to reduce violent crime by addressing root causes and during Monday's hearing was extremely critical of the bills backed by Connecticut's mayors, which would create the new and vaguely worded crime of serious firearm offense and allow for repeat offenders to be held on a higher bond and higher bond and immediate revocation of parole or probation. If arrested for gun related offense. In fact, Winfield touched a third rail for democrats on gun and the gun control lobby noting that many of uh, many of the guys illegally carrying guns in New Haven are doing so not because they're violent criminals but because they want to protect themselves but wait let me read okay here's a piece in sharp exchanges mayor Hart, uh, Hartford mayor Luke Bronin and and New Haven mayor Justin Elker Winfield uh, El- El- Elker Winfield explained that the bill was too broadly d- drawn and would and would create a legal jeopardy for many men who carry legal firearms for their own protection. Now, but let's talk about here and here's what you see if if Winfield is not concerned with legal jeopardy or lawful gun owners as he has in those in those who illegally possess firearms, Gun owners in Connecticut might have a powerful ally in the Judiciary Committee. So you guys get what he's saying here. In other words, they want to pass a law that says, look, if you're someone who repeatedly is illegally carrying a gun, right? And, and here's the deal. If you are a criminal, and these, that, this is the one he's really talking about, if you are a criminal who, who repeatedly carries a gun, uh, he, he's like look I, I don't want you to be I don't want you to deal with anything but if you're a law-abiding citizen who carries a gun well they should throw the book at you right right I mean here's this if you are a violent criminal who's repeatedly who's repeatedly been caught illegally carrying a gun in the in particular in the commission of a crime nope don't want it in fact the very same thing has happened in California there was a bill just the other day that was up in the Public Safety Committee, uh, in the Assembly Public Safety Committee in California, which, by the way, California's gotten rid of its sentence enhancements for the use of a firearm in the commission of a firearm in the commission of a crime. Right. They're, they're down on gun violence, but they got no problem if a criminal decides to use a gun in a crime. So they got rid, they got rid of the, the sentence enhancements. So there was a bill that was put up that would have reinstituted those sentence enhancements. The California committee shot it down while at the same time decrying gun violence. So, wait a minute. You're against gun violence, but you're not against criminals who use guns violently. How exactly does that work? Let me repeat it Democrats are against gun violence. But they are for criminals who violently use guns. All you got to do, look, look at their policies. Look at the bills they support and look at the bills they shoot down. I, I look, actions speak larger, larger than words. By their fruits, you shall know them. You think of the saying, I, it's all out there. We all know uh, for some reason, though, Democrats don't seem to know. They don't seem to understand the importance of checking themselves and checking their policies. But, you know, I digress. What do I know? You know, I'm, I'm just a California conservative, you know, card-carrying member of the vast right-wing conspiracy. It ain't up to me to judge uh, the folks on the left because, you know, they are higher and mightier and more moral than, uh, than the rest of us. So there you go. All right, next on the agenda. Uh, Biden considers another Trump-era border policy. Oh, yes. And they are losing their minds. That's right. Democrats cr- are cracking up. Uh, this is a piece that was in the Washington Free Beacon uh, where they are in essence, uh, well, Democrats here are, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Democrats here are fuming because you already know that he already wants to institute the uh, stay in Mexico policy, uh, as uh, as a uh, 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 was it something forty two uh, is about to is about to expire or, or when it eventually expires. He wants to ha- require folks uh, who are in Mexico to stay in Mexico, or at least you have to apply in another country. You you have to apply in another country. Uh, you know, if you're a for example, if you are coming from El Salvador, right? Uh, and you are coming there because you believe that you are in danger and are a refugee. Well, once you're in Mexico, you are no longer in danger. So therefore, you should have to apply for asylum in the United States for Mexico and or apply for asylum first in Mexico and prove that you have been rejected. Uh, they were mad about that. Uh, but now there's another one, and that is the actual detention of families that enter the united states illegally that's right he wants to detain people who are caught entering the united states illegally. not the catch and release not the probation program that we got right now he actually wants to hold them and democrats are losing their minds there's one thing that we know when we know that the situation at the border is not working uh, all of the lies that the White House has been continuing to tell us about the border, about it border being secure, it's not. They know it's not. And they know that they are in big, big trouble there at the, with the southern border. And there's no way the Trump, there's no way, I'm sorry, the Biden administration is going to be able to continue to pull this off, especially as we break records month after month, year after year, of people entering the country illegally. As we're starting to see city and state budgets being Uh, 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 maxed out. I mean, being strained by the burden placed on them. When you have over 2 million people a year, 200,000 a month entering into a country, uh, there's no way that you can fully sustain that many people uh, who don't have jobs, who don't have a place to live, uh, who are going to communities in places like California and Illinois and New York and in D.C. where they don't have? They, I mean, they've California already has two has three quarters of the world of the, the state's homeless people. We're already popping at the seams with people who don't have places to live or can't afford a place. Well, I'm clarify, can't afford a place to live, uh, and now you're going to send us even more? Yeah, no, there's no way they can do that, and that's the reason why. Uh, They are fighting these policies. That's the reason why they're putting these policies in place. So, uh, you know, Biden is waking up to uh, some realities, some political realities, because once again, it's his voters that are going to be saying no, that are going to be saying no to him as a result of, uh, once again, as a result of his policies. All right. And uh, with that, that brings us to our parting shots of the day. Uh, parting Shots are brought to you by Hog Holsters. You can find them at hogholsters.com. When you go there, get your holster today using the discount code, the rundown, all caps, no spaces. Do it, do it now, do it today. All right, this first one. Uh, well, this is funny. You know how it, uh, for those of you who are just listening, for those of you who uh, are just listening, you've seen the signs that store this day has gone, this company has gone X number of days with no, uh, with no uh, accidents or injury or workplace injuries. Well, this one has got uh, uh, what looks like a you know the eagle from the federal seal, and it says this country has gone zero days without being embarrassed by Joe Biden, and that is correct. And uh, I think they should just make that permanent because, uh, well, yeah, he's an embarrassment. Just saying, just saying. The next one is this uh, is in support of our Second Amendment rights. Uh, it says when Cain killed Abel with the rock, God did not confiscate all rocks. God blamed Cain, not the rock. Uh that is kind of true folks. That is very very true and by the way it's a picture of a of a of a Glock there in one hand and a rock in the other and uh is 100% correct. It is a people problem. Even God knew in the very beginning murder is a people problem. It's not a uh it's not a uh it's it's not it's not a gun problem. Just saying. Or it's not a, It's not a, in this. In his case, it wasn't a rock problem. And this last one, uh, you know, Tucker Carlson knows exactly how to get the left to sing, how to get them to cry, how to get them to whine. And in this case, you've got a, you've got a, a Tucker Carlson who is being portrayed as the uh, choir leader, and you've got all of the January Sixth Committee and the uh, the left wing liberals, and that includes uh, Mc, that includes McConnell. Uh, who, who, who was part of the establishment. I won't call him a left winger, but I will definitely say uh, that he is part of the establishment. You know what? I owe you an apology. I that is Joni Shoemaker. I stand. I, I stand to apologize, Joni. Thank you so much for for tuning in. Uh, uh, any any relation to our good friend, uh, Mr. Shoemaker over there in San Joaquin County. If it is, uh, give him a shout out for me. Any case, um, but yeah, no, these folks, very, very good. Anyway, he's very good at getting them to sing. Uh, I'm I'm just curious, once again, when it comes to everything that's going on uh, with the release of the information, uh, of with the information that's going on, I'm just curious if he did it on purpose, if he intentionally made it slanted like that and, and, and in order to get them to expose their own hypocrisy or not. Uh, if he did, it was ingenious. Uh, If he didn't intend to do that, I would claim that you did. Just own it. Take it. You deserve it. Anyway, funny stuff, funny stuff. All righty. Well, hey, folks, with that, uh, it's about that time for us to call it a day. But before we do, (coughs) we're going to go ahead and give the final shout-out to our sponsors, Hitman Industries. Find them at hitmanindustries.net, rifle and pistol length barrels. Uh, Also, California Republican Assembly, become a part of California's future today. Visit California Republican Assembly. Hog holsters helping Americans wear guns. Hogholsters.com. Discount code, the rundown, all caps, no spaces. And finally, outdoor gear, combat gear, tactical gear. Get it at uscombatgear.com. Anyway, folks, looking forward to... uh, Looking forward to talking with you again tomorrow. Tomorrow will be our Thirsty Thursday edition. And once again, very much appreciate you tuning in. Appreciate you liking and sharing the program. Tell your friends about us. Let them know this is the place to be to talk about 2A News, Conservative Views. We'll be back tomorrow.